0: by William Faulkner, chapters 12 and 13. The book ends with Miss Corey and Boone having a baby, introducing it to Lucius, and Lucius finding out the name of the baby is Lucius Priest Hagenbeck. Knowing that information, it's clear that Lucius had the biggest impact on the lives of Boone and Everby than anyone else in the story. It is Lucius who inspires Everby to leave the profession of of prostitution. It is also Lucius who instills a different outlook from Boone. Boone saw a limitation in his relationship with Everby, but when it's Lucius standing up to Otis, it's ultimately Boone who sees himself as the man who's coming up short and only looking at ever be in one sort of light, not opening himself up in any sort of different situation, not being creative with what his relationship with her could be. And while he ends up going about it the wrong way, the end result, we have to assume, is happiness. It does not take away the fact that Boone ends up in jail for the third time in this novel for not just violently assaulting Butch, who was the dirty police officer, but striking Everby. He has a domestic violence situation with Everby because Everby went back into prostitution temporarily to make sure that Ned would get out of jail with the horse so that everything that had been planned throughout this entire novel when it came to the horse race and the car and everything else could take place as well as Lucius getting back to Memphis, which is part of why she goes back into prostitution. And we know that, that she had relations with Butch, which part of this whole ordeal, which enrages Boone and Boone's reaction is wrong, but it's part of his growth that he needs this awful moment to take place because he shows the immaturity of his emotions. He's not able to collect himself. He's mad at her. He's mad at Butch. He's mad at the situation they find themselves in. And ultimately she pays the price. And everyone's uncomfortable with it to the point where they don't want to tell Lucius what occurred. And when he does find out, he goes after Boone once he's out of jail and symbolically attacks him. We know that it wasn't going to do anything for him or do anything to him, being that he's an 11-year-old boy going, uh, fighting, trying to fight an adult man. But the idea is there. So by the time they get back to Memphis and there's that, and really the, I believe the story truly centers around this conversation here at the end between Lucius and his grandfather. You know, Lucius' father wants to whip him for all the lies, everything has occurred. His grandfather says, you know, I think we should handle this differently. The grandfather recognizes the weight that Lucius is feeling for his behavior. He understands, he sees as a little adult personality that's carrying this heaviness, his old soul, who's feeling a certain way that I would consider to be exclusively negative. He now sees himself in a light that is not reflective of the person he was raised to be. How do you you manage that now? 11-year-old boy thinking that, listen, I was raised one way, I was doing so well, and now I went on this crazy trip, and now I'm not that person anymore because I can't say that I haven't misbehaved. I haven't sinned at this level, if we're going to use the word sinned here. So when we think about that, The grandfather, will look at it in class, it's a really powerful conversation they have about the idea that a man can live through anything. And I want us to tie this in with, you know, we can look at the, the wording of this in a kind of a universal way, we don't need to limit it just to the concept of a man. But the statement being made is essential that if we think about responsibility and we think about perspective and we think about what can be gained because everything needs to stick. It's not about forgetting. It's about gaining. And it's also about seeing who we can be as we develop. On top of that, there's an additional quote in Lucius's own reflection on his grandfather's words that centers around this concept of, we aren't always defined by our actions. And what we do on the outside sometimes is just what we do, but it does not change who we are on the inside. There's a lot to unpack here with this statement because it is a little bit two-sided in the sense that, or two-faced if you want to be even more simplified than that, this concept that who we are as a person isn't always defined by our actions, which is sometimes for a lot of us the exact opposite of how we view the world, or how do we view other people. But the point being made here is it's not that our actions don't define us, it's what we do and how we respond to those actions. So the initial action may be one thing, but how we respond to it, how we make the next decision, the next move, says more about us than the initial behavior. It's one way to look at it. It's one way to interpret it. It might not be completely right as far as human nature and human existence and how you see the world, but it is something to to look at when we think about the characters in this story, whether it's Boone, whether it's Lucius, whether it's Ned. The ability to make a mistake, acknowledge the mistake, and see if they can learn and change from the mistake. And how many times we go through this cycle of making the mistake, making the mistake, making the mistake before... They get it right? Is it more important to get it right all the time or make lots of mistakes, try to learn from those mistakes, and then finally start getting it right eventually? If they both result in growth at the end. Does it matter if someone was always doing the right thing versus the person who messed up a whole lot and then finally finds their way through the variety of experiences that they either put themselves into or are directed at them by the actions and ideas of others. So we've got to consider that. If ultimately this is a book about virtue, also while being comedic at times, if we're going to look at this as a situation and an example of virtue, if the whole purpose is is to be a good person, does it matter if you're a good person right away? Or does it matter if it takes a while for you to be a good person, but you get there at the end anyway? Is that what was what the, we are talking about? So as we consider the Reavers, as we wrap this book up, and we will talk about the horse race and the car and the gambling and everything that goes along with it, I want us to consistently look at this one point. If this is a story about virtue, does it matter if a person makes mistakes along the way but ultimately figures things out and gets themselves on the right path? Or is it more important for that that person to be perfect like Lucius is trying to be and never make the mistake and remain on the course that he was driven to or parented into? And I think we got to explore that. Lucius is working on the premise that he needs to be this one way at all times forever. But we see through characters like Ned, Miss Corey, or Everby, as well as Boone himself, that while they've made mistakes, by the end of this novel, they're all in a better place, going on a better path. And what does that say about not just this novel, but how does it apply to human nature and how we view one another?